This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and today is the first time we are recording in the new year 2022, and I am joined by a very, very special guest. And she is our podcast producer, Penelope. Hi, everyone. Yes, Penelope. Uh, she is our podcast intern originally, but then she became like a temp staff. And then she just like started producing our podcast on a regular basis and <laughs> has been doing so for over a year. Yep. And um, she will be going off to university soon. Penelope will miss you. Yeah, I'll miss you guys too, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so today, what are we talking about? Today, Penelope and I are talking about something that is... Uh, I, that I think we both have a lot of feelings for because both yeah. Penelope and I are fangirls. Like, we are long-time hardcore fangirls, right? <laughs> Penelope, tell me about your fandom. Wh- which fandoms were you in? Oh, man, I was, like, in a lot. Okay, I think the first one that was, like, significant and probably you guys remember me for because I appeared in the podcast for this was One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> you had, like, a contributed voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, suddenly appeared out of nowhere. But, yeah, I was um first a directional, as they would call it, back in the day. And then I moved on to K-pop after that. So it was, like, a very large mishmash of different things. I was multi-fandom for a long time as well. So, so in K-pop, who are your fandoms? Like, which are your fandoms? Uh, I started with... With EXO and then like Infinite, all like the older boy bands, yeah. EXO is not older to me, Lord. EXO is not. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Continue. Jen, feeling the generation gap. Yeah, but, man. Yeah, but um, now I'm mostly just like army from like BS. I mm. was uh a fan of them since like 2014, so 15. Oh, like very early on. Yeah, the, very very okay, early. Okay. So yeah, I was a. I am an army for a very long time, yeah. Mm, okay, okay. So, today we're talking about idols dating, basically. <laughs> and um, as y'all know, Penelope and I don't really cross fandoms. But I yeah. think we can both bring something to the table. Because, like, the J-pop stuff and the K-pop stuff are both very... I think, like, in Japan and South Korea in particular, the, the idol dating culture is, like, generally frowned upon. Like, yeah. idols are not supposed to date. And so, like, you know, in, since it's the new year, and usually, right, on the first day of the new year, the South Korean tabloid dispatch will break the news of a very big celeb couple romance. So we got, um, I think we got Hyunbin and Sonia Jin from this before. We got Jenny and Kai. We got Rain and Kim Tae-hee, who are married. We got Lee Seung-ki and Yuna, apparently also, are from the dispatch new year couple. So, you know, it's a big thing. This year, I think it was Tiara's Hyomin with, like, some soccer star. So, congrats to them, right, for finding each other. But today, we're really talking about, you know, using this as a jumping-off point la, to talk about, like, the the whole culture of um idols as a concept mm. and why, like, Dispatch actually does this thing of, like, breaking a big news of a celeb romance is because, like, idols and celebrities... Particularly, I think, in South Korea, and particularly idols, are not supposed to be dating. So it's always, like, a big news when they are reviewed to be dating. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. I think, firstly, about idol culture, right? I think, um, it's as I said, it's understood that idols are not supposed to be dating publicly. And, in fact, I think in some places, like, Japanese, um, the girl group AKB48, right? I think you are actually banned from dating. And I'm pretty sure that there are some um, Co- South Korean uh, 
management companies, right, that also have like specific no dating clauses in their contracts, especially early in the idol's career. So when they're younger and just debuting, um, that's when I think it, it sort of happens. Uh, the fandom that I'm in, which is Johnny's, technically doesn't have a non-dating clause, but they are just not supposed to be caught. Like you can date, just don't get caught. Like you're just not supposed to publicly date. You can date, but don't tell anybody that you are dating and don't get pepped, that kind, you know. Uh, it's frowned upon life, they get pepped, but they usually don't get kicked out or anything. Lah. So, on this um concept, right, okay, Penelope, why don't you think idols are allowed to date publicly? Okay, so first of all, I think that um, contract-wise, most of them are because like there's this thing right where when you just debut for maybe like the first five years or so like I know JYP is first five years after debut that you should not date because you, they want you JYP to JYP has this as an explicit rule right if I'm not I wrong I think so yes, okay, yes okay. yeah so they are not allowed to date for five years because they want them to focus on their career for like the first five years I mean after all you've worked so hard as a trainee and everything you don't right? want to get distracted yeah, by yeah, like yeah. love and romance problems you don't yeah. want to like break up feel sad then like cannot perform on like music bank or something exactly exactly and actually they go like an extra mile to like kind of ensure that you don't um get distracted by confiscating mm. members phones for like until they win an award some of them that is so insane yeah okay. i know <laughs> it's crazy it's very crazy and like imagine that you have to ask permission from the company mm. to contact your parents that's yeah. so bad like, you're being isolated from the rest of the world i also heard that in yg like some of the yg boy groups have said that they don't bump into the girl groups at all. Mm. Like, I think, like, the company makes a concerted effort to, like, keep them away from each other. Like, separate basements, as they say. <laughs> yeah, like, and then I also heard, like, there were also all these stories, I think, like, um Super Junior, way back when they were, like, going on, like, programs, and they said, like, uh, when you look at, like, the backstage of, like, music programs, right, there are, like, ways the idols try and, like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. in contact with each other. Like, they buy a sandwich, they yes, put yes. their number inside the sandwich or something. Correct, yeah, correct. They, like, sneak it to the the female idols that they like, that kind. So, like, it's very... You can tell, like, how much, like, companies try not to let them date, mm. but as... Chinese saying goes, It's like, the, whatever policies you have, people have ways to get around yeah, it. There's always loopholes, man. Yeah. So, and another thing, as you were talking about, like, aside from focusing on their careers, I think we both agree that there's this whole idea that um, idols are somewhat being marketed as romantic slash sexual symbols to yeah. their fans. So they have to like be seen as available to fans. Mm. Which is, I think, a very quintessentially Asian thing because, like, in, you know, like, like I think in, like, North American music markets, there are also, like, so-called teen idols, right? Like, Direction, One Direction. Um, Justin Bieber, I think, when he came out, was considered a teen idol. So, but they also date and yeah. they date publicly somewhat. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. don't, they are not, like, you know, um, like, even I would argue that Taylor Swift, when she came out, was considered teenage idol, right? And... She also dated very publicly. All her songs are about like her freaking boyfriends. Hello, yeah, all too yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, true, true. So it's very quintessentially Asian. Even though there are also irrational fans who cannot stand the idea of like One Direction dating. Yes, there yes. are also fans who, I mean, freaking like Kristen Stewart and like Robert Pattinson also receive a lot of like similar things when they were acting in Twilight. So there were there are 
irrational fans all around, but it's a very quintessentially Asian thing to actually service that fantasy of fans and to be seen as available and to have to maintain that image and consider as part of your job as mm. an idol. Mm. Yeah, so, and even like, I think in cases where the romances become public, um, it's not usually of their own volition. Yeah, that's like really bad, like in my opinion, because like, and I think that Korean media also like really feeds onto this and like, amplifies it even more like can you imagine that your personal life has just been like dished out to the entire net without like and you find out together with the rest of the world like wow yes and it's like they really go to quite extreme lengths to catch these people yeah. like meeting each other mm. and they already try very hard to be careful like because they they won't be seen together like sometimes it's not that they caught the idols in one picture sometimes it's they caught the idol going to like the condo oh yes yes yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Or, like the car or like I think it was I think the, the one with GD was GD's manager picked somebody up in his car and drove to GD's house oh or something like that like so it's like you know, there are a lot of ways that yeah, yeah they, they catch them. So even when the romances become public, it's usually not because they announced it and it's usually because like they got caught or something happened, like somebody got pregnant and then they're like, okay, okay, we're getting married. So they have to announce, right? Because they're getting married. Which, yeah, recently happened, by the way. Yeah. Um, And then uh, the, the other thing is, even when it becomes public, they tend to keep a very low profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So because they, and I think this is also very weird because they don't want to be seen as flaunting the relationship. Mm, I mean, they've already gotten enough hate, man. Just like having that, being like existing, you know, it's already like, yeah, oh my gosh. Romance existing is already bad enough. Yeah, yeah, and like the amount of hate and like even goes as far as like death threats, like mm. to each of them. Like this is like a bit out of place, but like, I mean, we mentioned this previously, like when Taehyung accidentally followed Jenny, and then I like, suddenly it's just following yes, BTS's you know? V yeah. accidentally followed Blackpink's Jenny. Yeah, got a lot of hate on both sides. People are like, are they dating? And then people are like, oh my god, V is harassing Jenny, and then people are like, oh my god, Jenny's trying to seduce V. What's going on? You know, like people went insane. Like, yeah, it was crazy, and it honestly is so. Uh, it's very, very concerning, honestly. Yeah, it is very concerning. Which I think it's a great segue into what I also wanted to talk about, which is like the consequences of what happens when they are when they do get discovered to be dating, especially like, you know, I would say like maybe at the peak of their popularity or when they're still very active as idols. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, uh, just to put in a like caveat here, idols are different from, say, like actors or singers. Yeah. Especially in um, entertainment industries like South Korea and Japan, there's a very, very clear line. Like, idols are specifically a different type of, as I said, celebrities are all products. So, a different type of product from actors and singers. So, people like, um, actors like, say, you know, uh, give me an actor, give me a South Korean actor. Park So Joon? <laughs> yeah, say Park So Joon, okay? Even if he's very, very popular. Yeah. Park So Joon being discovered to be dating will not receive as much backlash as BTS's V. Yeah, for sure. Yes, for sure. even though they are good friends. Yes, yeah. yes, they are good friends. Yes. So like, it will not receive the same amount of um, backlash or attention because V is ultimately selling a different image of himself mm. from Park So Joon. 
So as an idol, there is a different like expectation on you. Like you are supposed to be seen as available to your fans in that sense. Yeah. Like a singer, like say uh, R and B singer Zion T, is probably less likely to get hate for dating than uh anyone from an idol group. Yeah. Say like from EXO, from I don't know God Seven. You know, mm. it's just less. There's just less expectations. Yeah. yeah. And even IU, you know, like she might be like an idol to some people, but mm. she has been dating and publicly, like maybe not publicly, but like um, somewhat, openly. Yeah, somewhat openly. Yeah. IU ha- has had several relationships. Mm. I think at least at least one that I know of that she admitted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, even though IU also um is very similar to an idol in yes, the way yes. that she is marketed. Yeah. But because she is not part of a girl group, she is seen as a, I'm sorry to say this, but she is seen as a more serious singer, like a serious singer-songwriter. She is given less, like, I think the expectations on her is a bit different. Yeah. It has also changed as, as she aged. La. I think when she was younger, it was really, she was seen as very pure and people wanted to protect her. Yeah. Like Nation's little sister. Yes, so yes, yes. that image, she very intentionally, we can do another whole episode on IU. She very intentionally tried to shed that image as she yes, grew yes. older in her songwriting and everything. So I think that has changed as she matured la, in yeah. her career. Yeah, but you know, based on like, just back to that is that like, as a whole, like, she doesn't get as much hate and she's seen as her own person. Like, not like as, or, you know, even with, this is another thing about like dating that like, for some reason, right, if you as one person dates, right, your entire group is implicated. Yes. Yes. Like, everybody, it, it just hurts everyone. Like, yeah. it's very intense. Yeah, which, you know, again, let's segue into consequences lah, when people do get found out to be dating. So as we mentioned, like, the death threats, attacks, right, hate, backlash on both the idols and their partners is not as bad if your partner is not from the entertainment industry. But a lot of the times, right, these idols date within the entertainment industry because who are they meeting? You know, yeah. like, who are they meeting? Correct, correct. So it's like, I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of things like um, Exos Baekhyun and... Taeyeon, mm-hmm. um, girls gen, yeah, girls gen's um, Taeyeon, both got a lot of hate when they started dating mm. and were found out. And then Jenny and Kai, the dispatch couple, yeah. so much hate. And Jenny and Kai at that time were both like very popular, very popular, and they were both pretty young. Yeah. Um, Jenny apparently has moved on to dating GD, but um. Yes, but that one is like not super like don't know whether real or not. Oh, or like, okay, yeah, okay. not super like you know solid. Um, and then as we mentioned, IU and Unhyuk. Mm. So, wow, this like takes me way back. So, a long time ago in K-pop, uh, when IU was, I think I this was before IU was twenty or maybe she was very early twenties, like very young. And IU is like twenty nine now, so this is like a long time ago. Mm. Like, Ayu accidentally posted a picture of herself with Unhyuk, Super Junior's Unhyuk, yeah. and it was, like, kind of a suggestive photo because they were pressed up against each other. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. They both looked kind of sweaty. Ayu <laughs> was in pyjamas, and Unhyuk was topless. So everybody was like, wait, what? <laughs> it got, it like, the screenshot went around the internet immediately. Like, she took it down very fast, but... It was too late and everybody saw and everybody was like, oh, Unhyuk is dating IU. And that time, like, I think Unhyuk got a lot of hate because oh dear. he was, I think he's actually about seven years older than IU. So mm. like some people actually found the age gap a bit concerning and some people actually found that 
um, because IU at the time was very young, so I guess like people were like, oh my god, is when he was trying to like get into like you know this trying to like slide into the DMs of this young woman, you oh, know? Oh yeah, okay. And IU also got quite a bit of hate for that from Onhyuk's fans because they feel like she purposely posted the photo to mm. out him because she did accidentally post the photo. Yeah. So it was like a whole big thing like, oh, is are you planning to take him down or something? So just very awkward, you know. And I think even like years after the fact, occasionally Unhyuk still gets teased about it and you can tell he's not very comfortable. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So, you know, it causes like hoo-hahs, right? So aside from that, I think uh, one time, one example I can think of in my J-pop sphere is when Kimura Takuya of SMAP got married. So Kimura Takuya, very, 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 very popular in the 90s. Like, I cannot enunciate how popular he is. Like, I cannot <laughs> tell you, Penelope, exactly how much of a sensation he was. Like, he's genuinely an Asian sensation in the 90s. Like, everybody loved him. And then he got short guy married to um this other singer slash idol, uh, Kudo oh. Shizuka. Yeah, he got short guy married at, like, 28. So at the peak of, like his popularity. He was starring all these like dramas that your mom would have heard of like Love Generation, Long Vacation, you know, this kind of, it's like 90s, 90s drama. So he, very popular, got married and I remember the, like I saw a clip of the interview that he did when he got married. Someone was like, are you marrying Kudo Shizuka? And he was like, um, yeah, who else? Like, <laughs> I loved it. He was like, mm, yes. And he was just very, I think um, he was very popular. So in part, right, he was very like, I am doing this. Mm. And you know what? I am just doing this. Like, I think he was popular enough to that point, right, that he couldn't be punished. Because uh... he was so popular that he was like, he had that level of power to say, my wife is pregnant and we are getting married and yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. can stop me from doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a big hoo-ha and he still continued to stay in his agency because usually when this kind of things happen, like, they might get, like, refrigerated or something might happen, oh. you know, like, there's some level of punishment, but no. And actually his fans, like, some of his fans tried taking their own lives. Oh my god. Yeah, it was really bad. And for years after what? that, Kudo Shizuka, his wife, topped the list of most hated female Japanese celebrities. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. Firstly, the fact that there is this list is weird. But yeah. Jap- Japanese people love lists, alright? Let's just put it that way. They really love lists. Like, having lived in Japan for three years, I can tell you, there's a list for everything in Japan. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, and as we said, uh, I think the consequences also vary according to like how mature the group is. Mm, yes. Like the younger the group is, you know, the more likely the backlash is h- harsh. La. Mm. And also very popular groups. Yes. Just by nature of the fact that they have more fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is more chaotic. Mm. But like Super Junior at this point, right? It's like the fans are begging the idols yeah, to date. Yeah, go, man. Like just please get married already. <laughs> the fans are like, somebody please come and take care of my opa. Like yeah. seriously. <laughs> Because sometimes you look at their lives and you're like, Lito, do you really... Lito, you should get a life. Like, sometimes you're just like, looking at Lito do his, like, his Instagram videos and everything. You're just like, I wish somebody would just come and take care of Lito. Like, 
I think that was the same thing for Hicho, like back when like he and Momo were dating. Like, the thing is, um, I feel like they were one of the more like accepted couples despite that they still both got hit. Mm. But like because I think first of all, Hicho is already like has been in the industry for so yeah, long. Yeah, Hicho of Suju, yes. Yeah. And he's he has a generally quite good rap. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. As like a very people call him this is I don't know whether this is appropriate for the podcast but people call him Kim Condom oh yes, they, yes. Say, they say he's very safe they say like female idols can hang out with him yeah. without getting hit on he's that safe so they call him Kim Condom yeah. it's very funny but so like he has a good rap as like a, mm. a dude who's not creepy yes, right yes. yeah and but I think there was still some hate like, because Momo and him do have a quite Huge, a big age gap yeah, yeah. Momo big. of twice he of Suju. Yeah. You know. So they did they ended up breaking up la, yeah, after exactly. a while. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, but yeah, I think people reacted quite well to that because they wanted I think people were like excited to see Hichu happy. Mm. Yeah. Like they have been invested in him over all the years, right? All the drama that Suju has gone through. And Suju has gone through a lot of drama. Yes, yes. All the drama that Suju has gone through and um like he hosts a lot of programs and he talks about like being lonely because he like oh, yeah. doesn't have girlfriends and that kind of thing. <laughs> and then you actually see him get a girlfriend. It's like quite nice mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. But there are also some cases that are really, really, really bad. So here we go into the case studies. And okay, this one, I don't think you know about. So I'm just going to tell you about it and then you're just going to be shocked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But this is really bad. Like this was a case that I saw even at that time. I thought it was insane. Um, so basically, there's a Japanese girl group called AKB48. Oh, yes, I've heard And they're very popular, right? Um, they're a huge group. Like, there's there so many members, I don't know. So I think she is one of the original AKB48 members. Uh, she's called Minami Mineshige. Yeah, a bit complicated, a mouthful, but Minami Mineshige. And she was caught, I think a tabloid or something, published photos of her leaving her then boyfriend's home. I think she was 20 at that time. Mm. And in response... She posted, a, she shaved her head. Oh my gosh. So she shaved all, all her hair, her glorious hair, and posted a video of herself tearfully apologizing. Oh my gosh. Saying she doesn't want to leave the group. Because the group's cardinal rule is no dating. So apparently she was actually demoted to like trainee level or something <laughs> because she was caught dating. Yeah, that's how bad it is. And even at that time, like to, you know, I think, society's credit at that time there were already voices that were like this is inhumane like you yeah. cannot make because like shaving your head is a very it's like sort of a very traditional act of contrition so like how people were just like she, she's not a war criminal what like yeah, she didn't yeah, yeah. she didn't kill somebody like why are you it's quite extreme yeah it's so extreme like why are you making her do this act of like humiliating act of like contrition right yeah and yeah it was just really upsetting for um, something as normal as dating too like what and she's 20 yeah like, you know <laughs> people date at 20 like that's not you know uncommon yeah and I think this one we also uh talked about. I think some some things go from bad to pretty good. So like the Minami Minishige case was just bad. Like it was just like insane and inhumane. And then um the one that was bad but okay, I think we both know this, which is Hyona and Don. Yes. Yes, Hyona and Don very sweet now. But um ghost. I think when ghost, right? Truly couple ghosts. Yeah. It's so sweet. So when it came out, um so Hyona is um she actually was from, I think she originally, right, was from Wonder Girls. 
Is it? Yeah, that's how far back Hyona goes. She really debuted what? super young, I think. Yeah, then she was four minutes. Then she sort of strike out as her own um, mm-hmm. solo idol, right? Um, and Hyona, at that point, when her romance with Dawn got outed, they, she had already very popular at that point. Yes, very popular. Yeah, she had done like her... Her Candy bubble pop. pop. Oh yeah, sorry, bubble pop on the Oh, what, what do you say? <laughs> Candy pop. <laughs> sorry, bubble pop, yes. Bubble, no, she has a lot of food-based songs. Yeah. So, uh, bubble pop, then like, um, ice cream, is it? Ah, it's yes, also her yes, song. Yes. Yeah. Then, um, at that time, she was in the same company with Dawn, who was mm. from Pentagon, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Wow, this group. Pentagon also a group that I don't know where they are now. But, um, oh, yeah. yeah, Dawn was in Pentagon. Hyona was a solo idol they were in the same agency mm. and they had like a sort of like a was there a triple H uh, unit Hyona formed a small unit with two members of Pentagon one of whom was Hyo- uh, Dawn oh yes I think so yes yes one of whom was Dawn uh, then I think when they were working together like maybe like mm. you know like things feelings just sort of developed over time like, and they started dating then when they got outed they admitted to dating. So both yeah. Yona and Don admitted to dating, but they didn't, apparently, they did not ask the agency if they could admit it. Oh. I think so, or something like that. Lah. And Hyona was very, I, I remember it being a very earnest, like, a, um, apology of sorts. She actually did apologize. Okay. And I think she just said, like, you know, I, I don't want to lie to my fans, like, yeah. I am dating him. And at that time, they had already been dating for two years. Like, yeah. it was like a re- legit, like, serious relationship. And, but even so, they got kicked out of the agency, right? The agency cut ties with both of them, like, ended their contracts. And it was really sad, like, I think especially for Don, because um, he was just, like, starting out yeah. as an idol. He yes, just debuted yes. not long ago. And Hyona, at that point, was already very established, but yeah, it was kind of tough for Don. But they basically, like, just high-tilted it head in head. Like, they were like, okay, fine. And then they just, like, join size agency together. Yeah, right. Oh, boss. <laughs> yeah, they just like... joined P Nation together. And then they were like, yes, to- from now on, we are just publicly in love. Yes, it's so... Yeah. Okay, I feel like that was such a boss move, you know. And it's like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Since you want to be like this, I'll just leave then. <laughs> exactly. And they were so... And they are so happily in love. Like, yes. they go on programs together. They make songs together. Oh, so and, cute. Yeah, even though there are still hate comments I'm sure like mm. I'm sure both of them I, I think actually more for Dawn because people yeah. see him as not being as famous as Hyona so people see him like as like cashing in on Hyona in a way for even clout. though yeah even though it's very clear to me that Dawn truly is yes. in love with her like if you watch them together it's so obvious that he treats her super super well mm. and like she genuinely is very touched by how much like he loves her. Yeah. Like, it's very sweet to yeah, see. Yeah, like, yeah. of course, we don't know the specifics of their relationship, but it is very, like, from what I can see, it's very sincere, their yeah. relationship. And they have been together for years now, like, yeah. maybe five, six years at this point. So, super sweet. And also, yeah, I mean, they just look, they look great together. Like, they, they clearly, do, they do. Right? They just have such a style. I mean, like, the fashion is not to everybody's taste, but it's a style and yeah. they just like both indulge in it together. Yeah, it's so cute. And like, honestly, it wouldn't make sense for people to be like, oh, she's just, he's just using her for club because he essentially gave up his career for her, you know. Yeah, he gave up his boy band career, like, basically. He's, yeah. he's like, he does solo activities now. Mm. And actually, I think, I think this also brings us back to our point that it also helps that 
because Hyona had enough power at that time, mm. Hyona was famous and established enough to say, I will leave this agency and I will join and there will be another agency lined up. There will be another yeah. agency like, yeah, sure, let's grab Hyona, you know, because she is so popular. She was so established and she had that power to say, if you don't want to accept me and my boyfriend, then mm. I'm just not here for this anymore, yeah. you know. Also, um, Kimura and Kudo Shizuka stayed married have two very, very, very beautiful daughters who are both oh. models in the entertainment industry. Whoa. That's how old their daughters are. Yeah, they got married like 20, 22 years ago. Maybe I think it was like 2000 or something. So the daughters once said in a live stream that they'd want to, they want to marry someone, they, they, were, they were like fall in love and marry somebody who's more handsome than their dad. They want to fall in love and marry somebody who's more handsome than their dad. And like everybody in the comment section was like, girls, you just eliminated like 98% of the population. <laughs> like, you're, that's hard yeah and then you know as we mentioned like some things like he tried Momo mm. um, I think it was like fairly accepted but it didn't work out um, Lee Seung-gi and Yuna was yes. also quite accepted right? right but it didn't work out and I think that has something to do with Lee Seung-gi's very very healthy image mm. yeah right like both him and Yuna at that time uh, were sort of seen as very healthy like good kids Lee Seung-gi yeah. in particular because he went to a good uni yes 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 then he like had a lot of talents, you know. Yeah. And also, again, Lee Seung-gi is not an idol. Yeah. So, a bit more accepted. And some things are just good, which is Young and his wife, Min Hyo Rin. Yes! They are really cute, you know. And you know the very famous Ice Nose Lip song? It's written for her! So cute! I was freaking the MV, right? The back, right? The MV, at the MV is super dramatic, by the yeah. way. It's like this piano-led. So, Young of Big Bang, okay? So he had this song called Eyes No Slips, which was like dominated the charts in like, mm. was it 2014? Like just, it was just everywhere. a song that was everywhere in like the mid 2000, 2010s. And like the MV was super dramatic. It features, of course, Taeyang Topless. <laughs> Taeyang is topless. Do you agree, Panabi? I mean, he is, he is. He is topless in everything. Do you agree? Oh, yes, 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 yes. He, he really is. is. Taeyang loves being topless. Okay, like, do you remember that, uh, that, Performance of Good Boy they did at Mama. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. Taeyang was also randomly just topless. Taeyang is topless all the time. Okay. Anyway, so like, he made this song called Eyes, Nose, Lips. And that this, I think this was before their relationship was went public. And like, the song was like all about like, your eyes, your nose, your lips. I miss you. Like, come back to me. <laughs> and then, like, the envy at the end, like something like burns, right? Some picture burns yeah, in the background, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like Min Hyorin's face. Yeah, it's just like what's going on. <laughs> and then it turns out that um they were together, uh, they dated, mm. and then they in between they broke up, and like Taeyang was really upset, so he wrote Ice Nose Lips, and then like they got back together. So like I think by the time the song was out, I think they already got back together. Then afterwards, I think the relationship came out or something. So mm. people were just very pleased because again, Taeyang very good image despite Big Bang having a lot of oh, drama, dear. yep, and trouble, which we shall not get into. <laughs> um, Taeyang has a very very good image. Taeyang's like a good Christian boy. Very like non scandalous yeah, kind of yeah. kind of dude, and you know Min Hyorin also like pretty actress, you know, mm. and it did seem very sweet lah the romance and like the whole eyes nose and the fact that we got like a legendary ballad out yeah, of this yeah, romance. Yeah. So yeah, all right. So I think that's like you know the case studies and everything. So what are some like final thoughts you have, Penelope? Mm, I just want to say that like as a whole, like my stand is that we should let 
idols did if this wasn't clear already. Like, because um, as fans, right, if you really respect your idols as people, like, you would let them do something as, like, normal and as... And it's actually a human right to date whoever you want to. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, at the end of the day, like, yes, they might be products for your entertainment, but that's all it is. It's for your entertainment. They don't know you and they probably won't ever know you. Yeah, and you don't own them as people, mm. like, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, as we said, like, you know, I've said this many times and, like, you know, you can write in if you disagree or anything, but, yeah, to me, like, celebrities are all products, right? They're all selling you something. They are all, like, products for you to consume, right? But mm. for me, right, idols are products insofar as their work, right? Yeah. So, like, you can own um an, a song, you know, the idol has written. You can own a performance if you, like, bought the DVD or something. Of course, you own the performance. But, like, you don't own them as people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I just feel like they should just... And it's, like, actually, I think... um. And this links back to what we we're talking about in Wang Lee Holmes' episode. Like the whole like the 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 image is never going to be real. Yeah, like, the image will never be true to them. So yes. I, sometimes I feel like it's just better if you just let them be able to be themselves more. Correct. Yeah, and that includes like dating life and talking mm-hmm. about their dating lives. And if we just like destigmatize that and be like, yeah, yeah, this is normal. Mm. You know, I think it will actually make for a more healthy entertainment environment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, of course, there are always going to be people who, like, are bad boyfriends and bad girlfriends. But, you know, that feels like, that feels like everybody in the world. Like, that just feels like (laughs) being in a, that just feels like if you're in the world, that will happen. And, yeah, we'll deal with that when it comes. But I feel like, just that, it's 2022, man. Let celebrities date. Yeah, and I also think that it's very important to, like, keep the art away from the artist. Like, it is very difficult because you have to support, like, the artist if you're supporting the art. But you can like someone's songs but not like the person. Like, I feel that very strongly. You can, you can. Yeah. And I feel like it only really matters when you... Really only matters when... To not support the art when the artist is, like... A criminal. Like, oh yeah, of course, of then, course. That, that, that's like out of the question. Yeah, then then that's a different thing. But yeah. like, yeah, if you if you don't even if you don't like who they are dating or what, like just, just support them as a fan. Like that's yeah. all. Yeah, like it's it's really bad. Like I mean, my my own personal fandom has gone through this several times because mm. like three of the Arashi members are married now. Mm. Uh, two of them got married to non-celebrity women. One of them got married to someone who is no longer in entertainment, but she was in entertainment. Mm. And people hated her because, like, apparently she, like, had a blog post. She kept a blog where she, like, posted things that seemingly hinted at the, oh. the dude being her boyfriend, like, the Arashi dude being her boyfriend. Like, she would wear a shirt that, like, you know, maybe somebody gave the gave the Arashi dude and she would have like Arashi products secretly lying in the background and people would call her um Niyowase Onna. Niyowase means like like it's it's a very specific Japanese term. It's like you try and like let people see. Like you know oh. like you like a bit like try and accidentally reveal <laughs> that you got like boyfriend. Yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. just like a bit show offy. Mm. And I'm like you know what? She's dating an Arashi dude. I would show off. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, for sure. Just let it go, man. And you know what? He's married with a kid, and they have a daughter. And I'm very glad for them. And I'm also very glad that all of them married women their age. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I think one of their like senior groups had like a fifty year old dude marry a twenty four year old, and I was like very <laughs> grossed out. Oh, so, no. well, yep. 
All right, that's about it for today, right, Penelope? Yep. Um, okay, thank you, everybody, for listening. And if you have any thoughts and any ideas on what we should talk about, you can come find me at podcast at sph.com.sg or find me at genly at sph.com.sg or slide into my DMs at genly rise. By the way, if you email podcast at sph.com.sg, you will also get Penelope. <laughs> Yes, you will, you will. Yes, because she's our producer. And now Penelope has to, you know, end this podcast and then like edit it and cut it. So thank you, Penelope. Everybody, everybody, please thank Penelope for her efforts. Because like, <laughs> you know, sometimes I record like a podcast that's like 50 minutes long and then she has to cut it to like 30. So I really do not envy her job. Yeah. And, you know, everybody wish Penelope good luck in college. She's going to Korea. Yes, I am. I am. Yay. Okay, now thank you everybody for listening. This was Pop Batches. Bye-bye. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.